All right, that was Send the Pain Below, brought to you by 107.3 The Fox. I'm your host, Aaron Rollins. Thanks for tuning in. This is Southeast Third. I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I'm exhausted, so let's just get to it. Man, I'm I'm on the struggle bus pretty much this whole week. And you know, I've, I've been telling myself, man, i got to get more sleep. i got to get more sleep. But this new fucking game is... You know, it's not a new game. This game is dropping a new update called Lightfall. You've probably heard of it. And uh, I'm trying to scramble and get all this shit done before it drops out. And I'm like, man, i gotta, I got to stop. i got to stop. Because once the new stuff drops, I'm not going to be able to keep up with it anyway. My grades are more fucking important. So is my sleep. Man, I'm just exhausted. Exhausted. I'm getting like five hours of sleep a night. Now, some people will be like, oh, that ain't too bad. Well, in my 20s, yeah, I could do that. But I'm in my 30s now, man. I'm 35. I'll be 36 this year. This doesn't work for me no more. <laughs> I know like guys like Jocko Willing get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning. They're in the gym by 4.30 or whatever. And they're hitting it hard all day, every day. But I guarantee you, he's getting at least six and a half, seven hours of sleep. That, that fool ain't still running on fumes. All right? He's not. And as for me, well, I'm not Jocko Willink. <laughs> anyway, um, what's up with all these stupid uh, commercials you hear that are using the same voice actor? Like, there's this one um, lady that's a voice actor on uh, these commercials I hear on the radio. And, you know, she's reading from a script. It's obvious. Her, you know, delivery of the lines is, is, you know, she's able to do it just fine. She's not stuttering, stammering, or whatever. She's doing it the way that, you know, a voice actor should do it. But she's just, oh, it's awful. It's like they're doing it in one or two takes. Uh, and then she's not the only one. I mean, I'm hearing other people that are, like, recycling their voice on different, on different advertisements. It's like Ryan Seacrest. You're Ryan Seacrest on everything. That fool's on everything. And I get that it, you know, gives you longevity and it gives you income and all that. But it just sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. You know, these, these people that I'm talking about that are not Ryan Seacrest are freaking um, sounding not necessarily robotic. But they're, they're sounding choppy. They're sounding, you know, it's just sounding so artificial. I think that's something that I, I just can't get past. You know, when things try to get passed off as real... But they're fake as fuck. And you know it's fake. Like reality TV. Scripted reality. I, I just can't get behind reality TV, you know, because it's it's all planned. Like it's real in the moment. You know, I mean when you hear people getting pissed off and they're flipping chairs or they're getting drunk and you know, hooking up with different people and I, I don't know, have, have crying on camera, all that stuff. And yeah, those those are, are real emotions that people are channeling, but you know, it's all staged. It's all prepared. I mean, with wrestling, we, we all knew that wrestling was staged and prepared and rehearsed. But it was also really, really dangerous and really exciting. You had all these big personalities. And then you get on reality TV and you got people with personality. You got people that are, you know, charismatic or quirky or whatever the fuck have you. And um, anyway, they you got all these different characters... But then they try to pass it off as real life. And it's, you know, they're in real cities. They're going on real occasions. Um, they're going on dates. They're going out to different parties. You know, whatever. Having fights and all that crap. And 
Um, the one time I think it got kind of real was when that episode of Jersey Shore when that one guy knocked out another dude and then he got arrested. It's like, yeah, man, that's assault. <laughs> uh, right, so, you know, that, that was one time where I was like, okay, the reality TV can't get away from that, man. He actually knocked a dude out. So, yeah, the cops are coming for his ass. Um, other than that, it's, it's like I don't see a lot of reality in this reality TV. All that stems from, you know, the, the god-awful irritating voices I hear on the friggin' radio. I just can't stand them. Can't stand them. Um, and, you know, I'm finding all these different voice actors and, and different voices and different people that are in entertainment that I just, I'm like, how the fuck are you the one that's getting this role? How are you getting these deals? You know, who do you know? What are you doing to get this? Because I'm not saying I can do it better, but I know people that can. And uh, I, I just, I have to turn shit off. You know, I listen to David Goggins and I've been talking about listening to podcasts and stuff here recently on my own podcast. And David Goggins was talking about like turning the, the radio off, not listening to music when you're doing things to help you focus because... The music's not always going to be there, and what are you going to rely on when it's not? Or the the videos aren't always going to be there, and what are you going to rely on when they're not there? And he's goddamn right. But I found something that was um, incidental from that is that, you know, I don't hear this irritating shit when I turn the radio off. <laughs> and yeah, I'll miss out on some songs. There's some good stuff that comes out that I, you know, I might not hear. Like, um, I played Giovanni and the Hired Guns on here not too long ago, and I didn't find about out about them until like three months ago, or no, two months ago. Was it two months? I want to say it was December. Um, regardless, you know, if if I don't turn the radio on, I don't hear any of this stuff, and it's I don't I don't have another way to, disco- to discover this stuff without commercials, and I'm not about to pay for that shit, man. I'm just not. Oh my gosh, these drivers! This dude just cut me off. Didn't even bother blinking, and now yeah, now you want a blinker as you exit, but you don't want a blinker to get in front of me. Okay. Inconsiderate man, people are just inconsiderate. I should have honked. Let me see if I can get around and see what this person is. Is it a woman? It's a woman. Yep, it's a woman. So, sorry, ladies. The the math doesn't lie. Okay, the math doesn't lie. I'm driving the speed limit. It's 65 out here, and this person cuts me off with not even 30 yards of space between us without using her blinker. I'm sorry. You use your blinker when you're on the road. The only time you don't need to use your blinker is when you're in the turning lane. You know you're in the turning lane. Everyone knows you're turning. You're turning. It's a turn-only lane. You don't have to use your blinker for that. But if you're going to fucking cut me off so you can get around me so you can hit your exit in time, uh, yeah, that's bullshit. Use your fucking blinker so that I don't, um, you know, ram into you by mistake. So, a little, uh, let's, let's get off that rant and get back to what I'm trying to talk about here. Um... Anyway, so I, I I get on on this tangent about people getting in different roles and stuff because I, I just recently turned on Black Adam. And, um, you know, Black Adam is the rock, right? And it's it's been years in the making and they've been trying to get the pieces to come together and the rock's got all these obligations. He's not being able to film. and You know, he was big, but he wants to be as big as he can get to be this guy because the Black Adam is huge. And The Rock is huge in this film. I mean, he he puts on the costume, and he's using the magic, and he's fighting all these people. I was like, this is a pretty good Black Adam. You know, maybe he could have delivered his lines a little differently. They were kind of deadpan. Um, He doesn't do any sort of 
voice manipulation, you would think somebody that was born 5,000 years ago would sound differently than what they sound today. But obviously that was ignored because it's The Rock and, you know, The Rock's going to do what he does. So, um, you know, I, I, I just immediately saw some things that stood out. I like that they had Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. I like that they had Dr. Fate as a significant contributor. You don't, you don't hear much about Dr. Fate on TV. You might, If you read the comic books, you do. Um, Adam Smasher was in there and then Cyclone or whatever her name was. Um, I liked how they did Hawkman. I don't like the guy that they picked for Hawkman. Uh, it didn't bother me that he was black. It bothered me that the actor that they picked, they could have gone, you know, with Michael B. Jordan. They could have gone with um, the guy that played uh, Kang, Montgomery, or whatever his last name is. Um, hell, I mean, there's there's all these people on, you know, Prime Video or HBO Max or Netflix. All these actors that are coming up that they can pull from, but they had to go with this guy because. He's a familiar name. He was in... Uh, it's not Anthony Mackie. He, this guy was in another movie. Man, I can't remember what it was. But if you can remember um, Suicide Squad, Randall Flagg, the actor that played him, think of it as the black version of that guy. And I just don't like that actor. And now this this guy comes around, and he's a lot... He's very similar to this dude. And I was like, man, this is... They can do better. They can find a better Hawkman. Um... The guy's obviously muscled up and lean, so you know he's got a, he cuts a good figure, and he can deliver lines. You know he can he can show some emotion, some anger, some some concern, some fear. Yeah, because he's fighting black fucking Adam, Adam, not Atom. Um, so he's you know he's he's a decent actor, but I was like, man, they they could have done better for this. It felt like they put the movie together. They should have taken more time refining it instead they are like okay this is the rock he's got all these commitments he can only shoot for so long and then he's got to go so we're going to do as much as we can with the time that we got and then he's just going to bounce and so you know you've got this fucking ridiculous kid that's um i don't know why he's significant to the story but he's in it and i, I haven't finished it yet i had to stop it but uh oh the armored truck is stopped with a cop car in front of it that's interesting. What's that about? Um, the cop car's not behind it. It's in front of it. Like, maybe the cop car is pulling security for the armored truck? I, I don't know. Um, all that to say, the, uh, the movie just to itself, like, the special effects are badass. Dr. Fate using his magic or whatever that his powers are. Um, oh, this isn't the street I've turned on. Yeah, all right. Uh, Dr. Fate using his powers and his abilities was fucking cool and um, Adam Smasher growing huge and like being a different type of Ant-Man was cool and Cyclone doing what she was doing and um, you know Black Adam using his uh, electricity to fuck some people up you know it was it was badass it was it was some badass effects but the acting just wasn't there you know, it just feels like, you know, there are some Marvel movies that, that don't have a good balance, but then there are some Marvel movies that are. I really felt like The Winter Soldier had a good balance of action and acting, and then cinematography. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, camera work and special effects, crew work and stuff. Um, but then DC comes along, and they're just fucking struggling. They just can't get 
the right actors in the right roles. I, they fucked up by dismissing Henry Cavill as fucking Superman. No, I, I just said that incorrectly. They fucked up by letting Henry Cavill go because, you know, he, he had to quit to be in different roles. And they're like, well, we're going to redo it. All right, well, no, I don't think that's right either. He was doing different projects. And they're like, well, you've got to film this other shit, so we're going to go in a new direction. And so Henry Cavill's no longer Superman. And he's been my favorite Superman in the last 30 years. You know, Dean Cain wasn't it for me. Um, of course, Christopher Reeves will always be the, the standard. But, you know, it's just like Michael Keaton was the standard for me. Uh, yeah, you can go on and on about Adam West, whatever, man. Michael Keaton, is, to me, is Batman. Um, I mean, then you've got the voice of Batman, which is uh, Kevin Conroy. Rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. You were the best. Uh, but you, you get what I'm saying. You know, you, you got... You got your people that you refer to over time. Um, you know, Christopher Reeves will be one of them for Superman. And I personally believe Henry Cavill will be the other. Because he looks like that motherfucker. And he behaves like Superman would behave. Or how he does behave in the comics. Um, the only thing that I think is, is different is that, you know, Henry Cavill is not, is not as tall as some other characters. And I figured Superman would be taller. But he is like the most yoked up fucking action actor out there. You're not going to find very many guys bigger than Henry Cavill. The dude's a monster. He's just fucking huge. Um, and he's made some questionable life choices. Like he was 33 dating an 18 year old. So yeah, man, we know what that is. Yeah, y'all, y'all don't, y'all aren't life partners. And I don't think they stayed together forever. But uh, let me go back. <laughs> I said that fucked up. I don't think they were together for very long. And yeah, we, we know what that's about. She was fit and in shape and had decent curves. So, yeah, you were, yeah, we, we know what you were doing. Um, and there's, I mean, she's legal, but come on, man. It's like, if you're going to go, if you're willing to go down to 18, how low are you willing to go? Um, are you going to be fucking 50 fucking around with 18, 19 year olds? Because that's, that's inexcusable. I'm, I'm sorry, it's not. And you, you can look at my past and be like, dude, you've cheated on women. You've been a terrible womanizer. And I'm like, I still have standards, man. And even though, you know, I did some grimy shit in my past, uh, that doesn't mean I'm not willing to learn and grow from some of those mistakes I've made. Um, Just because you're rich and famous and good-looking and in shape doesn't mean you get to fuck around with whoever you want. It's, uh, yeah, you're actually abusing your ability. So, um, anyway, uh, moving on. This movie, you know, I get to watching it, and I'm just like, ugh, this could have been better. Like, if they just... Would have taken the the director would have taken the time to direct and said, okay, we like that. Give it to us a different way. Okay, try that again. Maybe give us a little more anger. Um, you know, because the director has a vision. The director should have a vision for how the scenes are supposed to be played out. You know, in this moment, these are your lines. We want you to be a little worked up and angry about this. Or we want you to be a little dumbstruck because everything's so new and different. We want you to be a little crushed because all your people that you've ever known are dead. Like the kid drops that shit on him and it doesn't phase Black Adam. You know? Uh, I was like, this is ridiculous. So there was just stuff about it. Like the, the, the inner gang mercenaries. Um, some of that shit was just like, no, man. These actors are not nailing it. They're not. They're not doing a good job. So, well, whatever, man. They've already made the movie, and it's already been a huge blockbuster for U.S. Uh, box offices. And, you know, people have been looking together, looking forward to it for so long, but I'm like, you know, what's, what's happening is, and I, I blame Michael Bay for starting this, is they get this wow effect, and it's like, wow, the buildup, the 
the anticipation and then the delivery of the special effects and the badass action sequences and all this stuff we wanted to see on TV for so long is finally here and we've got technology now to make it look good and everybody's just leaving it at that and I'm like these these people need to, to bring better acting game to the screen it, it totally kills it for me it kills it for me when you know I'm, I'm not 12 anymore I, I want to see some some skill I want to see some some you know some tapping into some sort of you know deeper emotion some some sort of delivery right not just reading fucking lines from a script and going through the motions anybody can goddamn do that you can draw cartoon characters to do that shit and they have and i used to fucking wake up early in the morning on saturday to watch those <laughs> you know but it's, it's like come on man y'all can do better and you should do better you put all this money into the fucking production it needs to have better quality than that and that's that's just kind of my argument over like the last 10 years with films is you know J- josh brolin as thanos was awesome you know in infinity war and then uh end game you know those those two were like icons for character acting um i wasn't huge with scarlett johansson i, I wasn't a huge fan of chris evans as captain america but he did a good job he's probably the best captain america you've seen in a long time um i wasn't super thrilled with uh wanda and her um not WandaVision, but the one that came after that, the uh, Multiverse of Madness, yeah. And and to me, that wasn't the, just the acting. To me, some of that was script, you know. And like I said, man, it's all about balance. You gotta you gotta be able to put, you know, good actors and good roles, and then you've gotta have a good script, and then you've gotta have a good production team and the money behind them. You know, all those things make a good movie. You got pe- movies like, uh, let's say, A Clockwork Orange. Then they put that guy in that fucking straitjacket and dripped eye drops into his eyes until he almost went blind. And, uh, you know, that that's not... I'm saying that's drastic, but that made a good scene. Um, and then the rape scene that he did, you know, the, Stanley Kubrick made them do that scene over and over and over again until... Uh, I think his name... No, it's not... Is it Maximilian something? I, I can't remember his name. But the actor that was uh, raping the woman... He he decided to get inventive and do things differently. And Stanley Kubrick was like, that's it. That's what I'm looking for. You know, if, even if you don't have a clear vision, if you just have a vision for something either shocking or impressive or, uh, you know, just truly awesome, you know, as long as you have a vision for something, then you just put your actors through the motions until they do something different and give you the product you want. It's not fucking hard. But then everybody, all these actors, they've gotten so big and their egos are so huge. You know, my brother said on the podcast one time that Robert Downey Jr. just shows up and they put a fucking earpiece in his ear and feed him lines. I mean, he's been in some great roles like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang or um, what else was he in? Not Sherlock Holmes was okay, but it wasn't his best work. Uh, when he was in The Zodiac and he was that reporter that fucking drank and smoked himself into misery and uh, destitution like he was smoking on breathing treatments at fucking 50 something years old and I think he overdosed on a drug or something in that movie um, all that to say blah 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 right uh, you know the, these guys have caliber these actors have potential you know he did really good in Iron Man 1 I thought Iron Man 3 eh, not so much um, 
he did really good in some of his other shit too. Like he's 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 been around. People forget that Robert Downey Jr. has had a long film career. Um, and, and Chris Evans, Chris Evans has been around for a long time too. Man, he did a movie with uh, Jessica Biel. Bro, she was smoking hot, smoking hot. Um, like the like the first few minutes of it is a sex scene, and it's like oof. Damn, man, they they did that so well that she wasn't like showing off all of her body parts, but you know they were fucking, and you could it was definitely obvious. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know they they these people Don Cheadle Don Cheadle is War Machine. I really wish that um, Howard, whatever his name was, would have been able to keep that role just to, you know just to give the guy the uh, how do you call it. Just to give the guy that part of his legacy, because he's been around too. Like, and then it just keeps on feeding my, what I'm saying. All these people have been around for a long time that are in these roles. The problem that comes up is when you try to put in people just for the sake of putting them in, just for the sake of diversification. You try putting people in different roles, and I'm just like, man, you don't need to do that. The the lady that they had to take over Black Panther, man, that, that's not who I would have picked. Not not even close. Um, but that's just me. So I'm not super excited about some of this stuff that's come out. Now, what I am excited about, and I hope you folks are giving this a chance was Vox Machina, man, that animated show is great. They've got the cast from the YouTube show. And I've talked about this before. They come out with season two. They're all back and the characters are getting more fleshed out. They're diving into more of their story. Um, there's some parts of it that I'm like, okay, this is weak. But then there's some parts of it that are that are really strong. I gotta say, I wouldn't have guessed that Scanlan would be my favorite, but Scanlan is my fucking favorite, man. He's fucking hilarious. Um, moving on, that's a great show that I'm really glad is back, and so is Carnival Row. We have waited four years for Carnival Row to come back. The only problem I have with Carnival Row is that Orlando Bloom is engaged to Katy Perry and they've got kids together. I'm like, bro, you ruined the fantasy for me. Katy Perry is hot as fuck. She may not be much of a person, but I mean, she was awesome to to watch perform and sing and and, and all that shit. But now you've put a baby in her and, and y'all are getting married. I'm like, fuck, man, there goes that. Um, <laughs> and Orlando Bloom's nothing special, but he's a good actor. He comes back to the show and he's a good actor. There's some parts about the, the show that I'm not a fan of. Um, some of the characters, I'm just like, y'all could have done better with this. But, you know, I guess I'm I'm really taking for granted some of the stuff that goes into making, like, budget, time constraints. Everybody's got commitments. You know, I think for, like, the best effect, you need people to commit to something and just that. And be like, look, if you're going to do this, you can't do nothing else. This is where you're at for the next, like, three to four years. And what happens is a lot of folks, you know... They're not bringing in enough money, or they don't want to be known for that character. Like uh, Hugh Laurie as Dr. House. You know, he didn't want to just be known as him. Um, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to just be Tony Stark and Iron Man. Uh, which, you know, for me, he's not. He's been on all kinds of movies. So, no, you're not just Iron Man. Uh, even though Dr. Doolittle sucked. But, you know, anyway. Um, once again, just putting people into a role just because they don't need to be there but they're there um moving along i've spent 25 minutes going on and on about this shit i gotta get off of here i gotta get into the hospital uh i gotta eat and get to work so 
get these assignments done and do all that fun jazz. Um, Y'all take care of yourselves. Drink water. The hot season is coming back. Flu season is coming. Not flu season. Cold season coming back. Allergy season is here. Please take care of yourselves. Take care of your bodies. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Aaron Rollins, your host for Southeast Third, and I'm signing off.